How fast can Biden reverse Trump's environmental policies? That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. Hurricane Iota is forecast to make landfall late Monday or early Tuesday, bringing as much as two to three feet of rain to parts of Central America. Iota sets a record as the 30th named storm of the 2020 Atlantic season, and it's the 13th hurricane. Only 2005 had more. Several Central American countries are dealing with an ongoing humanitarian crisis from Hurricane Ada, which killed at least 150 people and left scores missing when it struck just over a week ago. Some areas received 40 inches of rain from that storm, and AccuWeather reports that there are still a lot of people on top of their roofs waiting for help to come. The effect of global warming on the power of hurricanes was the subject of a study published last week. It concludes that climate change is causing hurricanes that make landfall to remain longer and stay stronger before they weaken because they carry more water that they pick up from warmer oceans. The moisture a hurricane takes up from the surface of the sea is the fuel that intensifies and sustains its destructive power. The researchers conclude that in the future, as the world continues to warm, hurricanes are more likely to reach communities farther inland and be more destructive. The election of Joe Biden may bring some relief to those who have agonized over the Trump administration's policies on climate change and the environment. The president-elect plans to rapidly undo many of his predecessor's actions. In his first day in office, CNN reports that Biden is planning a flurry of executive orders, including the reduction of greenhouse gas emissions from transportation by requiring new fuel economy standards and limits on methane pollution from oil and gas operations. Decisions about federal permits for projects like pipelines will need to consider their effects on climate change. Companies that are publicly traded will have to disclose climate risks and greenhouse gas emissions from their operations and supply chains. The Biden team plans to promote policies that protect biodiversity, reduce rates of species extinction, and conserve 30 percent of America's lands and waters in the next decade. The new administration will take steps to permanently protect the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge, which the Trump administration sought to open to oil and gas drilling, and the president-elect has vowed to restore national monuments like Bears Ears in Utah and protect more landscapes. After inauguration, the Biden administration will immediately rejoin the Paris Climate Agreement. Camels have a remarkable ability to cool themselves using sweat glands, just like humans, but they have something we don't, fur. The camel's fur, rather than making them hot, stops the water on their skin from evaporating too fast, which would dehydrate them. Jeffrey Grossman, an engineer at MIT, developed a new material that mimics a camel's sweat glands and fur, which could be applied to keep foods, medical supplies, and maybe even buildings cool. The material combines a gelatin-like bottom layer similar to sweat glands called hydrogel that's mostly water. The top layer, called aerogel, acts like the camel's fur. The aerogel has tiny pores that insulate the hydrogel, which slows evaporation and keeps an object from warming. As Smithsonian Magazine explains, hydrogel and aerogel are not new, but combining them is. And because it's passive, no energy like electricity is needed to power the process. The combined layers are translucent, so it's possible they could even be used to insulate surfaces like 
like windows. Beavers are important engineers in their ecosystems. By building dams and ponds, they create habitat for numerous other species and wetlands that store water. The animals are also a source of food for wolves. A new study at Voyagers National Park in Minnesota shows that by killing beavers, wolves change the habitat in an ecological chain reaction that alters the contours of the land. Science Magazine explains that wolves frequently eat juvenile beavers who venture onto land to harvest sticks to build dams. After wolves kill the youngsters, their ponds remain unoccupied, so the predators prevented the beavers from transforming forests into ponds. While the wolves consumed up to 40% of the beavers each year, the researchers found they did not have a major impact on their long-term numbers, but did influence where the animals live. And finally, while solar energy is growing at a sizzling pace, finding ideal locations to put large arrays isn't always easy. But according to research from Colorado State University, one of the best places to put a solar farm might be on a farm. The idea of agrivoltaics, where crops are raised under solar panels, is a growing field. And the goal of the study was to get into the weeds of what types of crops work best with which types of panels. According to Ag Journal, to test the market potential of these dual-purpose fields, researchers used different types of panels with various amounts of transparency. They found that cool-season crops like lettuce and kale do well under more opaque panels that prevent much light from coming through, but peppers and tomatoes prefer mostly transparent ones. The researchers also found solar panels helped soils retain moisture and resulted in more efficient water use because they diffused light during the hottest part of the day, keeping leaves from drying out. Because panels can be tilted to allow machinery to pass through, they can be positioned to protect crops from frost and even hail. The bonus? When the growing season is over, the panels are still harvesting energy. So the outlook for agrovoltaics is sunny. sunny. You can help the outlook for this week in water because now through December 31st, your gift will be doubled. Yes, doubled. Dollar for dollar, go to h2oradio.org to donate and thank you. Really, he's the